0: Our great Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's get a choir hand clap. Come on. Praise the Lord. Uh, you got to admit they can sing. Hallelujah. Praise his name. We are thankful to our Christ. For another beautiful day, this is the day that the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Praise His name. This morning we'll begin in James chapter 5. James chapter 5. So... You're in the territory when I get there. Hallelujah. The Lord is so good. And his mercy endures forever. James 5. Amen. And um, my, my operative word today is in this series of perplexity, we are perplexed by God's perseverance. We are perplexed by God's perseverance. Perseverance is not you being strong, it's God. Sending an ambulance to pick you up. And in James chapter 5, I want to pick up at verse 7. Are you with me? Be patient, therefore. Now, let me stop, pause, and park. The word patient in the New Testament Greek is transliterated as perseverance. Perseverance. Believers in Jesus Christ are challenged by God to reach. God's objectives of believing, amen, and extending what we call a working faith. The word faith is not an idle substance, it's an action word. And that's why James says, faith without works is dead. Faith does something. Faith is not an idle thought, but it does something. And God expects us to exercise this working faith and to overcome the obstacles of warfare that are in our flesh. Say, flesh. Your flesh is one of three enemies That's against you Amen Satan, the world, and your flesh Love not the world Neither the things that are in the world If any man loves the world The love of the Father is not in him Hmm, that's interesting he He gives us this exhortation of a working faith and a warring flesh. Uh, And then he moves to what is called a, yeah, um, a sincere and serving um, worship of God's fellowship, that he wants us to have certain attitudes that are in line with Almighty God. Now, before I go into this lesson, I need to say this, because I'm a dispensationalist, and and, and, all, and all that means is that God, uh, the Greek word is okonomo, God at different stewardships, God was acting in different ways, sundry times and diverse manners. That God didn't do the same thing in every dispensation under every covenant. And um, what you got to be careful of is that all Scripture is God-breathed. It comes from God. It's infallible. It's, you know, that means it's without error, and it is the truth of the Word of God. The Bible is the authority. We're not concerned what you believe or what I believe or what the world says, what CNN says, only what God says. Can I get a witness? And not only is it God-breathed, but all Scripture is for our information but not our participation. This is, this is a hermeneutical law of interpretation. Amen. That is, God's not asking you to kill a lamb, drain the blood, and put it before him. All those was types. Can I get a witness? God's not asking you to go back under the law. The law's dead. All things died when Jesus came. Because he is a fulfillment of the Old Testament prophets. Do I have a witness? So we don't have to celebrate Yom because he is our Yom Kippur. We don't have to celebrate Pentecost because he is our Pentecost. Do I have a witness? And, and, and um, the law came by Moses, but grace and truth, dispensation, came by Jesus Christ. Now, one of the hermeneutical laws of interpretation is this, that because the Bible is spread out over 66 books, all of them are canonized, 66 books, God doesn't tell you everything in one book. You got to take all the scriptures and put them together before you get a complete picture of what God is saying. Do I have a witness? Uh, when the night was dealing with Abraham, a biographical sketch of Abraham. Uh, Abraham is not just mentioned in Genesis 12 through 24. Abraham is in Acts 7, Hebrews 11, Romans 4 on justification. So you got to put all these scriptures together, study them out so you understand, amen, The the all the connectivity with Abraham. Are y'all with me? That that, that is, when we begin to look at this matter of perseverance, What, what is perseverance? Well, perseverance is in spite of our inner conflict, outward complications, and continual confusion, God comes along and overrules our limitations. Just when we thought we couldn't make it, God... Sends a persevering spirit that picks us up and keeps us going when we feel like throwing a towel in. Now, Now, I don't know about you, but there were times that I felt like giving in, giving up, giving out. Can I get a witness? Times you get tired and you get tired till you can't get tired no more. You're tired of being tired. Do I have a witness? Uh, You you can't figure what's going on, so it's just best for you to get out of the race. Do I have a witness? And then all of a sudden, the very thing you said you wouldn't do, perseverance comes along, and we find ourselves doing it. Can I get a witness? I, 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 I said I wouldn't pray anymore, but I find myself praying. I said I wouldn't praise his name no more, but I keep on praising him. Can I? Perseverance keeps pushing us. Perseverance is that power of God that comes along and it keeps us keeping on. And the word perseverance in the Greek means steadfastness, a stick to and it's like that watch commercial commercial take a licking, but just keep on ticking. Can I get a witness? That that is, that is, or the bunny rabbit, I just keep on going. Can I get a witness? That God gives us the wherewithal to keep everything moving towards him. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and child of God, it's here that, that, that I see three things about this perseverance. One, it is a learning tool. It, it is God teaching us something. It is God, listen, is God putting us in a classroom of conflict so that we can learn something from God. Can I get a witness? It's not only a learning, it is a leading. It's a leadership skill of God to manifest himself through perseverance. When we come out, we learn something about God and about ourselves. Or do I have a witness? See, 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 when I'm up here on Sunday and I'm shouting and talking about his name, this is not because of what happened at my house last night. And do I have a witness? When I'm in the praise mood, the Holy Spirit gives me a rerun of everything that God did in my life. He, he gives me a rerun of where God brought me from. I'm talking to somebody. He he gives me a rerun of how filthy I was when the Lord snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. Can I get a witness? And I can't help myself. I gotta let it out. I gotta tell somebody that if it had not been for the Lord, I'm tired of folk trying to take credit for themselves. Ain't nothing spiritual about you. Ain't nothing strong about me. We were on our way to hell. We were messed up. Can I get hooked up, crooked up? But God, who's rich in mercy, He deserves the credit. He deserves the glory. He deserves the honor. He deserves the adoration. In fact, the Lord has done so much that we ought to call a time out and tell somebody how good the Lord is. He put food on your table. He put clothes on your back. He put money in your pocket. When your kids got sick, He healed them. When they got in trouble, he snatched them out. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good and his mercy endureth forever. And I'll tell you something. You keep praising him about the past, he'll recognize your voice for the future. Can I get a witness? I dare you to keep praising him about what he did in the past. And he'll recognize who you are in the present and the future. Do I have a witness? And and, and so, and so, and so, and so, and so, here, here. Here in James chapter 5, we are perplexed at the perseverance of God's learning in our lives. He wants to complete us. He wants to complete I, I never forget, years and years ago, I, I was going up the highway and I got a flat tire. And I pulled over the side. And I'm in the car, I'm saved, and I said, oh, Lord, why? Why? Why me? Why? And I got out of the car to change my tire, and this man pulled up. And the man said, "Uh, do you need any help? And I said, no, I think I got it. And the Lord said, witness to him. The only way I could get you to put a track in his hand was to give you a flat. See, God will let something happen to you so you can be available to somebody else. Uh, do it do it. Do I have a witness? God, God, God. Uh, and, and that's why Paul said, and we know that all things are working together for good. You gotta take a hit so God can tell somebody else who he is. Won't that preach? You you got you gotta succumb To some difficulty. So God can deliver somebody else. Y'all ain't get this yet. You'll get it on the way home. And so here in James, here in James, here in James, James, James concentrates on practical faith. Faith without works is dead. James says, count it all joy. Chapter 1, when, not if, you fall into various trials knowing that the fire testing, the fire testing... The fire testing of your faith will work out perseverance. Do I have a witness? That is, your troubles become transformative when God is in the equation. Every time we have a trouble, God's trying to transform somebody. Every every time there's trouble, God's transforming somebody. So James' whole argument is, in verse 7, he takes as an illustration the farmer. And I've been here before, so some of you may have recognized this. He takes the farmer. The farmer, amen, has to work. The farmer has to work. Why? Because he's plowing and then he's planting. I've never seen a farmer... That doesn't have a work ethic. A farmer has to work. When I was about nine years old, my mother and them took us down to South Carolina to visit our relatives. They had this large farm and I was waiting for the homemade sausage. The grits, the eggs, the rice, the pork chops. That was breakfast stock. <laughs> That was breakfast, and they came back in the house about seven o'clock. They had slopped the pigs and did the cows and nah, nah, nah. and the food was you could you could smell the food, and uh you know we from philly man we we're know about no work Do I have a witness but 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 child of God child of God, the farmer has got to work he works by plowing then planning. do I have a witness and 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 then once the work of plowing and planning is done, listen to pastor he 's got to weed weed means to pull up that which is unprofitable that might kill your planning. Do I have a witness let me let me move on after he After he weeds by pulling up, then he's got to water by providing the substance so it can grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after working and weeding and watering, listen to pastor, he's got to wait. He's got to wait on what? Because God determines what's going to grow. One plants another waters, but God gives what? The increase. God determines what's going to grow, when it's going to grow, how it's going to grow. And there are some enemies of growth. Excessive heat, insects, dry spells. Do I have a witness? So the farmer has to do something, but the farmer has to wait on something. No, oh, y'all ain't getting this. He's got to wait on a crop to grow. God gives that illustration in verse 7. He said, consider the husbandman, the farmer. Uh, in this context of perseverance, you and I got to persevere through something. You you and I got to work in perseverance. We got to weed from perseverance. We got to water in perseverance, but uh, we got to wait. That's why Isaiah said, but they that wait upon the Lord. Do you know waiting is a type of faith? You can't wait without believing. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. He'll mount them up with wings like eagles. They'll run and not get weary. they walk and not think. Waiting is not hoping. Waiting is not hoping. Waiting is saying it's coming, but God determines when it's coming. Oh, Lord, this thing is tight. But then he goes to verse 11 of James 5, and he pulls up the name Job. Mm, Old Job, one of the greatest men of the East, the greatest Oh, Job, who was in a battle when God and Satan had made an agreement that he didn't know about. Oh, Job, who would not speak ill of the Lord. Can I get a witness? Oh, Job, who lost ten children and all of his livestock and got sick and was on the side of the, amen, road. With pus running out of his sores, taking a pot share and scraping the pus. you ain't getting this picture. Not understanding what's going on, and his wife says, Why do you retain your integrity? Why don't you just curse God and die? And Job started preaching. He said, woman, you talk like a foolish woman. The Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed, that's worship, be the name of the Lord. And the whole book begins with God and Satan plotting, Amen. Bragging about, God is bragging about Job. Satan is criticizing Job. Are y'all with me? And Job knows nothing. And it was Satan that told God, You put a hedge around him. Move that hedge. And I'll make him cuss you to your face. Do I have a witness? That that means the redeemed has a hedge around him. I wonder if God gave Satan permission to move your hedge this morning and let the devil have havoc in your life. Would it change your worship experience? Do I have a witness? Would it change your praise? Would it change the way you think about God? Do I have a witness? Three cycles through the book. His so-called friends are criticizing him. And them and Job, they're going back and forth. Finally, God and Job starts talking. And God says, boy, gird up the loins of your mind and answer me. God puts him to the test. Where were you? Sometimes we think we just like God. We got all the answers. Can I get a witness? And then and then and then the book the book is closing and God makes a request to Job and says if you don't do this I will not bless you with another thing And we're going to get to this meaning Job's experience is a classroom situation hanging there with pastor That is God Tells Job you have a responsibility to forgive your so-called friends. Job, you're a great witness for Yahweh. You've been faithful with your words. But the two things you lack is compassion and mercy. Hang in there with me. You're not as compassionate as you think you are. Mm. See, we are only compassionate after we've been bruised. Mm. Job, if you don't forgive him, if you don't release him, if you don't uh, show compassion and mercy... I will never bless you again. So the Bible says, Job forgave him, and God gave him twice as much as he had. And then Job said, "I had heard about him with the hearing of my ear, but now mine eye have seen him." Some of us think his suffering was just because of Satan. No, his suffering, like our suffering, is because God puts us in a classroom. To show us what we think we have that we don't have. Do I have a witness? Now you say, well, where did you get that from? I'm glad you asked. God held Job to live out what his attributes was of him. Exodus 34, 6, don't turn. When God was giving him the tablets... God came down in a cloud and said, I'm merciful, and I've had compassion on thousands. Do I have a witness? See, the cost of compassion and the cost of mercy is much more than you think. That's what's bothering us today about politics. There's no compassion and no mercy. Can I get a witness? You know when we get compassion and mercy, when we in trouble. Isn't that right? Compassion, compassion and mercy. I, I had to learn that uh, coming out of that world, I had a mean streak in me. Some of y'all say you still got it. God bless you. <laughs> had, a, had a little mean streak in me. Because I struggle with people up in my face hollering at me. You know, I ain't ain't, ain't play that, Doc. You know, even the military, I ain't play that. I ain't play it, Doc. You better lower your octaves. I ain't ain't fooling with that. I'll knock you back two weeks. I don't play that. And the Lord said, wait a minute, wait a minute, back up, back up. Where is your compassion? You cannot be compassionate from a distance. Something had to happen personally to you before you can dispense compassion. And the ones that you got to be compassionate with are the same ones that got on your last nerve. Hmm. and because we want to be religious we have changed some of our words ain't nobody, ain't nobody in church ever say shoot Sh- shoot Luther where is <laughs> or darn, darn. Is that the best you can do? All that means is that the Holy Ghost said, "You ain't healed yet. You you just you just learned to change the language. You still feel the same way in your heart. Y'all, y'all ain't getting this." You're cussing in your heart, but you won't allow the cussing to come out because your reputation is more important to you than your righteousness. Can I get a witness? I'm going to get out your way in a heartbeat. Job! You need compassion. Job, you need mercy. Lamentations 3.22 His compassions fail not Great is thy faithfulness morning by morning. And we got some people that ain't got no compassion, man. None. I, 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 I was listening to a preacher say this. I said, man, did you hear what happened? You? Good for him. Where does that come from? Compassion. Just keep living. Trouble will end up on your doorstep. Just keep living. Mm-hmm. It's a learning because God wants us to know that while we're in the trial and tribulation business, God is pointing things out that we don't have that he wants us to have. Do I have a witness? He wants us to have him. compassion. Just like sympathy and empathy are two different animals. Sympathy is you standing off for far off saying, I feel sorry for you. Dang, what does that mean? Empathy is you getting in that person's shoes. Can I get a witness? That, that That is, is there somebody in your life that you're not compassionate with because they hurt you? Leroy, years ago, I was, I was doing a series, years ago at this church. Most people weren't here. And I was talking about sins of the past. And I said, we all need to go out here and find somebody from our past that we didn't do right and reconcile. So after the sermon, the girl said, Should I go back to my first husband? I said, Don't do it, baby. Don't do it, baby. <laughs> she, done had, she done had three. Don't do it, baby. Do it. Just stay where you are. Stay where, stay where you are. It's all right. Just ask God to help you out. In the name of Jesus. But, but child of God, are you as compassionate as Jesus is? Are you as merciful as God is? If I did something against you, why can't you release me? Why can't you love me in spite of me? Why can't you accept me? Can I get a witness? What, what is this void between us now? Because you don't agree with me. So he let Job go through all of that suffering to say on the tail end, by the way, you're a great witness ah, for me, but you're not wearing righteousness right. You need to be a little more compassionate and forgiving. Who is in your past or present that needs to be forgiven? Hmm. And, and Matthew, Matthew 18 says, it's the one with the problem that's supposed to go and reconcile. Not the one that was offended. The one with the problem. Can I talk to you? I had I had a problem. Now I want to reconcile. The one with the problem. Now let me tell you why you can't forgive others, because you can't forgive yourself. And you really don't think God forgave you. Do I have a witness? See, 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 see my doctrine is pure, Lightfoot. I believe being saved, all of my sins. Were forgiven. Past, present, and future. Now, there's some denominations they can't take their future stuff. Nah, no, 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 no. If I'm alive, what I'll commit five years from now is under the blood. Can I get a witness? Isn't that right? All of my sins have been forgiven. So, so it's a learning. It's a learning. It's a learning. Uh, it's 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 a learning. We're learning that God remembers that we're not what we ought to be. And yet, every day, we're depending on His compassion and His forgiveness. Lord, have mercy. How did you get so uppity? I came home on leave from the military. And uh, this girl from South Philly I had known, she was beautiful But she was messing with that crack cocaine She looked like a grandmother And when she saw me, she ducked and went the other way And my heart broke And I ran up to her and I said baby, You know, I, I didn't want to say, baby, you look bad she was, she was already embarrassed. I said, look, baby, you... Because some of us don't know what to say. You know, you don't know what to say. You know, somebody's struggling with their weight, you know, you getting fat. And when a person say your mother getting fat, then you want to get mad and fight. You, you, you got you, you to be careful what you say to people. Do I have a witness up in the house? In the name of Jesus. No, you ain't fat. You're just healthy. God loves healthy people. Isn't that right? In the name of Jesus. That, that is, we, we got to show more compassion and mercy. It's a learner. But secondly, it's, it's a leadership. Now, go, I'm, uh, go. go to Hebrews 11. That's to your left. Hebrews 11, I'm going to show you this. You may not want to see it. Hebrews 11. And I'm critical about leaders, man. Uh, Everybody in a leadership position is not a leader. Uh, Leader. When you look at Chapter 11 verses 1 to 3 is dealing with the description and definition of faith. 4 to 40 is the demonstration of faith. Real quickly, but it it goes on to say they 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 believe God but they never received the promises. Talk about the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. They were promised heaven, they never saw heaven, but they embraced it afar off. Now hanging there with pastor. When you get to verse 30, God by the way there's nothing bad in this chapter said about anybody it's the hall of fame of faith so if Raymond Gordon is in Hebrews 11 you ain't going to have all my hang ups in there all my issues in there only the things I did well that's the hall of fame of faith when you're good hang hang in there you got to look at your Bibles now get to verse 30 I'm coming in this thing is heavy it says, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down. Now, we know historically, he's talking about Joshua. He's talking about Joshua. Let me, let me, let me tell you, Bruce Butner, what leadership is. Leadership and taking the lead It's always by conviction. I have conviction of God for my calling. So I'm going to be concerned about things you're not concerned about. Because I'm convicted by calling. That's why we're so hyped up with this congregational care. We've... You can't let sheep stray. You got to keep your eyes on sheep. You you can't you can't let sheep just uh, be missing in action. Satan the railroad them right back in the world. Do I have a witness? So we got we got we 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 call them MIA's. We go trying to find them. That that is when you begin to look at leadership. It is first of all conviction. I don't do what I do because I'm trying to impress you. I do what I do because I'm convicted by an all-knowing God who called me to pastor this flock. I really don't owe you no explanation. I need to follow the promptings of the Holy Spirit. The problem in the pew is that a lot of people think they are the Holy Spirit. You're trying to clean up my life, and your life is filthy. You're worrying about where I go, and you're going to some shady places. You got a question about the money, but you don't tithe. Somebody needs to preach it. You're a news box. You're in everybody's business, and all you do is gossip. Help me, Holy Ghost. That, that is, it is a conviction to a call, but it's a commitment. Curse word today. I'm committed to taking care of my family. Even though millennials leave, they come back. No offense. I'm committed to God. Mm. There, there, there is conviction, there's commitment. Now here it is, there's continuance in spite of the conflict. This is why marriages can't last. You, you know, you, 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 you schemed your way to get married now that you are married, you're still trying to scheme. I don't know if God told you to marry that person anyhow. You, you, was, you, know, you was looking for some money coming in. You wanted somebody to take care of your kids. Your 10 kids somebody else gave you. It's tight, though. And you don't want out here and found somebody that, that fits all of the above. Now you're going to make them suffer for for the first one. It's tight. I did not hurt you. I did not open your nose and close it. I did not abuse you. I didn't even know you. So why are you blaming all this stuff on me? It's tight. Hmm Let me get out the way. Hmm. What's that little dinosaur? you not my daddy? What is it? You, you know Lord Hammers. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Tight, 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 and more tight. So, so, so here, here's the writing to the Hebrews, and he 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 begins to deal with Joshua. But in verse 39, let me hasten so I can get out your way. You need to read this stuff slowly. In verse 39, here's what he says. He says uh, he stopped using names. They were stoned. Lord have mercy. Verse 37. They were sawed asunder. Isaiah was putting a hollow log, cut in half. Amen. They were slain with the sword. There's a whole list of the people who were committed to God, who had to suffer to be true to God. Now go back, go back to verse uh, uh, 34. Quench. The violence of fire. In fact, go back to 30, 35, uh, 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 33. Are y'all with me? I'm sorry. Who through faith subdued kingdoms. Now, wait a minute. Who subdued, subdued kingdoms? I'm glad you asked. Joshua subdued kingdoms. Him and Caleb and them. They were some bad boys. All right. Uh, all of the judges... Ophniel, Barak, Deborah, Lord have mercy, Samson, do I have a witness, Uh, 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 and Gideon, They, they, they subdued kingdoms. Why? Because they were convicted and committed. Every time you run because something gets tough, God can't use you. Oh, this thing is tight. Well, you know, I, I will stay in the ministry, but I, I'm just going through so much. Here we go. This thing is tight. You got to almost expect when you serve the Lord, problems are coming in your marriage. Problems are coming in your money. Problems are coming in your mind. Problems are coming, come on now. Satan is looking for a way to stop you. Satan is looking for a way to pull you down. Satan is looking for a way to deflate you. He wants you to stop doing what you're doing. And if all I got to do is tickle one of your kids, all of I got to do, Lord have mercy, is, is bring a bunch of confusion in your life, then I won. Can I get a witness? Uh, uh I, Jeremiah said, if you have walked with footmen, and they have tired you out. What in the world are you going to do against horsemen? That's it. If you're getting deterred by a little stream, what are you going to do when the Jordan swells up? You got to have a stick to it, a toughness to make it. I ain't never get in this pulpit and cry. And I know stuff, you don't know. I mean, stuff was terrible. I ain't never gonna We gonna make it. Let's just keep trusting Jesus. We gonna make it. We gonna make it. That's what a leader's supposed to do. I ain't supposed to come over to your house for dinner and pour out everything that's going on and I, I don't know if I can handle it. I know. I, I, My God is able. My God is an awesome God. My God will do far exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think to the only wise God, our Savior. You got to preach to yourself. You got to encourage yourself. You got to stand on a word. You better stand. Can I get a witness? Come heaven or hell, come high water. My God is in control. Isn't he in control? How do you know he's in control? He woke me up early this morning. He he started me on my way. He put me on a path called straight. Do I have a witness? In fact, God has done more for me. That I've done for myself. Can I get a witness? He loves me when I didn't love myself. He accepted me when I didn't accept myself. He's worthy to be praised. He's a problem solver. Isn't that right? He's a bomb in Gilead that can heal the sin sick soul. No, 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 no. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm getting out your way. I'm getting out your way. Because y'all don't read the Bible, so let me read it to you. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. uh, Here. Verse 33. That's where I was, right? Kingdoms. Wrought righteousness. Stop. King David. Wrought righteousness. Jehoshaphat. Asa. Josiah. Hezekiah, all those kings of the southern uh, a campaign wrought righteousness. Do I have a witness? Obtain promises. Stop the mouth of lions. David killed the lion. Can I get a witness? And you know, Daniel calmed the mount a lion. Daniel didn't fight the lion. Daniel prayed and God gave the lion lockjaw. Can I get a witness? He stopped the mouth. The lions. I'm coming in. Quench the violence of fire. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You can say what you want. They were some bad boys now. It was four teenagers that were snatched and taken to Babylon. And all of them had Hebrew names. Can I get a witness? Daniel, Azariah, Mishael. Do I have a witness? When they got in Babylon, they changed their names to to Babylonian names. they They tried to change their diet, and they wouldn't eat. Can I get a witness? And now they're trying to change their mind. You keep living, the world's going to try to change your mind. Can I get a witness? The world will slowly pollute your mind. The world will slowly devastate your mind. Can I get a witness? Child of God, and they were respectful. They said, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we're not careful to answer you in this matter. In other words, we know you're king. We know your kingdom is the strongest in the world. Do I have a witness? Uh, and, and, and they went on to say, we don't disrespect you, but we will not fall down and worship this golden image. Can I get a witness? And Nebuchadnezzar said, and if you don't, who is that God that will save you out of my hands? Can I use my sanctified imagination? When Nebuchadnezzar said, and who is that God? Jesus pushed them back and said, This battle's mine now, don't. Won't God fight for you? Won't God show up? Won't God do uh, the laboring? And Nebuchadnezzar said, Throw them in the oven and make it seven times hotter than it is. And you don't hear them crying and begging for their lives because they quenched the fire. Can I get a witness? It takes faith to quench the fire. And he threw them in there. Then he throw them in. And Nebuchadnezzar said, wait a minute, we got a mathematical problem now. Did not I throw three in? But behold, I see a fourth one. And it looks like the Son of God can I get a witness don't you know Jesus will get in the fire with you he'll snatch the heat he'll snatch the fire do I have a witness won't the Lord do it the Lord will be your waymaker. the Lord will be your storm breaker can I get a witness they quenched the fires Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And, and and the Bible says they escaped the edge of the sword. Elijah and Elisha. Both of them escaped the edge of the sword. In fact, Elisha was a bad boy. When he bad his servant said, Elisha, my master, the enemy is coming over the hill. And it's hundreds of thousands of them. Aren't you worried? And Elisha looked up to heaven and said, Lord, open this boy's eyes. And he saw angels with flaming swords 10,000 times 10,000 times 10,000, which is over a million. And he said, there's more force than there are against us. Do a heavy witness. I got to get out your way. And and the Bible says, through weakness, the dead was brought back to life. The woman at Zarephath, whose son had died, and Elisha touched his body. And he got up. (laughs) Can I get a witness? Uh, Just keep on living. God is out to show you that he's able to do what he said he would do. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Can the Lord furnish a table in the wilderness? Can I get a witness? These were leaders. They didn't cry. They didn't run out of dodge, they stood still and watched their God come to their rescue. Can I get a witness? You gotta stand still in the face of your stuff and know that God is able, that he will come through. When you need him, can I get a witness? But I'm taking my seat. Perseverance is a learner. Perseverance is a leader. But perseverance is a liberator. When perseverance is in the house, somebody's going to get delivered. Can I get a witness? Uh, When Jesus in Mark 4 and 5 got out the boat, he ran into a demonic man. Did he run into him? No, the man ran into Jesus. The Bible says that this demonic man saw Jesus and ran towards him and fell down on his knees and worshipped him. Can I get a witness? Then there was a demonstrative storm that Jesus rebuked. Can I get a witness? Then there was a dead man who started to walk. His name was Lazarus. And Lazarus John 11 is a picture of your salvation. Can I get a witness? We were dead in trespasses and sins, but God quickened us. Where have you laid him? And he called Lazarus out the grave. And he said, loose those grave clothes. Can I get a witness? Well, child of God, the writer to the Hebrews wraps this thing up. Well, what is? I'm glad you asked. What what is the liberation? It's in Hebrews 12, where the writer says, lay aside every weight. And the sin of doubt that so, so easily beset us, and let us run with perseverance, this agony, this race looking unto Jesus. you got agony waiting on you. You got agony in your life, you got agony in your everyday life, but God has given you the victory. And He sends perseverance so you won't throw the towel in. He sends perseverance so you won't act prideful. He sends perseverance so He can snatch you out with a shout. When perseverance comes, I'm reminded uh, that long time ago somebody prayed for me. Had me on their mind. Can I stop one last time? You see, my grandmother is home with the Lord. My great-grandmother's home with the Lord. My mother's home with the Lord. They didn't pray, Lord, clean him up. They just prayed for me. God put the prayers in a bank account. Can I get a witness? And he locked them up. And all through the course of my life... When all hell was breaking out, God will let some of them prayers out. It's called the prayers of the saints. It's called the incense of Almighty God. Can I get a witness? And every time I get in trouble, God gives me a perseverance. Do I have a witness? St. Matthew's is going to make it. Because I'm going to make it. And you're going to make it. Can I get a witness? Won't he persevere you? Things you think you can't go through, He going to take you through. Things you think you can't deal with, you're going to learn to deal with it. Things you think, amen, that's going to beat you up, you're going to beat it up. Do I have a witness? I am what I am. By the grace of God. He'll send a power called perseverance. Won't allow you to go back in the world. Won't allow you to get high no more. Won't allow you to go back to that dirty sin. It's called the perseverance of the saints. That's God's power. Saying that I'm greater than your problem. I'm greater than your doubt. I'm greater than your limitation. I will bring you out. I will deliver you. I will be your strength in the time of trouble. I will put a smile on your face. I will have you praise my name. Anywhere the saints, the perseverance of the saints says, we're going to make it. Turn to your neighbor and say, in spite of it all, we're going to make it. We're coming in for a landing. We're coming down to the close. If it had, if it had not, if it had not, if it had not been for the Lord, who was on my side? Where? I said where? I said where? Would I be? We are kept by the power. Power. Power of God. No weapon. No weapon that's formed against you. Shall prosper. The perseverance, the steadfastness, the stick of the faith. That's why we keep coming back here. We're led here. Can I get a witness? This is no accident. That's why every time we get down, the Lord raises us up. Every time we're out for the count, the Lord gets us up. Every time we get in trouble, the Lord brings us out. Your kids going to be all right. Your marriage going to be all right. Your mind going to be all right. Your money going to be all right. Can I get a witness? Because the Lord, the Lord of St. Boaz, the Lord of glory, will not allow you to go under. I'm closing now. You can't go under. You just can't go under. You can't go under. Why can't you go under? Because of his name. Can I get a witness? Because of his name. Not your name. Because of the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow. Because of the name of Jesus. God's going to do great exploits. Because of the name of Jesus. He's going to have you shout. Compassion and mercy. Leadership of conviction. Commitment. This age is bankrupt from what we saw. I saw a mother and a father committed through some tough times, but they were committed. They were committed. Can I get a witness? I saw children come back because they were committed. Committed. Perseverance is that invisible power that will not allow you to quit Thank God for perseverance. Turn to the person next to you and say, I can't quit now. I know too much. Let's stand on our feet. Let's stand on our feet. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here and you need to be saved, just raise your hand. We, the Lord wants to save you. Die died for your sins, burden, rose again. Jesus is the Son of God and God the Son. Is there one you want to give your life to Christ? or you want to join the church in your Christian experience is there one love to have you love to have you father in the name of Jesus thank you for perseverance that when we would quit you won't allow it when we would walk out you stop it when we would shut down you give us strength and God you don't give it A week in advance, you tend to wait to that final minute, and then you raise us up. Thank you for the perseverance of the saints, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thursday is the 4th of July. Be safe. Next Sunday, times change. First service, 7 a.m., second service, 9.30 a.m. Love you. Have a great day.